Today's episode of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast is brought to you by Hostfully, the market leader in digital guidebooks for short-term rental hosts. With Hostfully, you can create a beautiful online guidebook that you can send to your guests so they have a better experience and you get fewer questions. Sign up now at hostfully.com to get two months for free by using code PAD. That's P-A-D. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to podcast episode 385 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today I have a special guest, Miss Sarah Srieger, and she works at Remote Lock. And today we're going to talk about how to manage self check-ins with smart locks because that's got that's gotten really important as because of COVID, everybody wants to do self check-ins. Um, so right now is a good time to install those smart locks, and we're going to talk all about that. So Sarah, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Absolutely, it's uh, it's my pleasure. Um, let's dive right into it. Um, let's uh, let's talk about why smart locks are important. What what are the benefits? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Remote Lock is a cloud based access management portal that's really designed to um, you know control most types of smart locks. What this means is is that we have a really easy to use platform that has a ton of valuable features, um, and that if they are Wi-Fi enabled locks, you will be able to have remote capabilities from our dashboard. So you'll be able to streamline any of your uh, check-in processes. We have a ton of property management softwares that you can directly integrate with. And you could really know what's happening at all times with your properties from anywhere in the world. So you're taking out the hassle of keys and having to you know, manually change codes on locks or even um, you know, taking away some of the operation, or excuse me, you're adding more operational efficiencies to your day to day. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a, a big benefit. Uh, I when I think of smart locks, I always think back to my my one of my first experiences as a host on Airbnb back in 2012, um, when one of my guests lost the key, and I didn't think of that <laughs> before I started hosting. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to happen, so. Uh, that was a bit of a, uh, a drama situation where it was in the middle of the night. So I, uh, I had to contact a, a friend of mine who had a, a, a spare key. Um, he had to get up in the middle of the night to help out the guests. And um, that's when I first uh, realized, oh, okay, there's some, there's some issues with using real. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because you'll experience, you know, those late night lockouts where they maybe lost their key or they might have a little bit too much to drink on vacation, uh, but now it's easy as just logging into our mobile app and you can actually just remotely lock and unlock any door from our platform without having to, you know, get out of bed or, you know, maybe drive 30 minutes to the property. Um, so it's, it's very simple to use and you'll be able to just simply unlock it from, from anywhere in the world. Yeah. And I, I guess it's more secure as well, right? Cause I mean, uh, you know, hopefully this doesn't happen to anybody, but, uh, but, Essentially, as a guest, you could you could just copy a key, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, potentially, as a guest, you could copy a key. Um, what we've seen too with people that um, you know have manually programmed keypads is they don't they don't change the codes a lot, so they'll just use the same codes for you know one, two, or three months at a time. Some of those guests will check or um, you know kind of catch on to that, or even, you know, maybe cleaning crews or maintenance, they'll catch on that they'll always have the same type of codes. Um, and so they can be able to access those units at any time. With ours, you'll, each reservation will have its own temporary pin code that's specific to that reservation. Once that reservation expires, it falls off of the lock and it's no longer valid. And there's event tracking within each lock too, so you can see who's using what code at what time. So this really gives the property managers and the guests, um, you know, more sense of security that people won't have access into that specific unit when they shouldn't. So you're saying that you would be able to see exactly who who's in the house. Like you can see who's checking in, who's checking out, uh, even the cleaners when they come in, when they come out. 
Yep, exactly. So there will be two different types of codes that you can set up on our platform. So there are guest codes, um, you know, which are created within the specific reservation. And there will also be user codes too. Um, so if you're in like a property management type of setting and you want the specific homeowner to have their own code, cleaning, maintenance, whoever it may be, um, each, each individual code is tied back to a specific person. Within each lock, there's a full network event log that's timestamped and dated, and it'll let you know who's using what code at what time. On top of that, you can also set up, you know, sort of access-based notifications for guests or users as well. So if you're moving more towards like a contactless process with guest check-ins, you can actually get a text or email the first time that they have utilized their PIN code, and that lets you know that they've checked in and arrived. With any sort of like cleaning or maintenance, you could get a text or email every time that they're using their PIN code, and that will let you know that they've arrived to turn over the unit or fix, you know, maybe a, a leaky sink. Got it. Okay. So um, with the guest codes, like how, how does that process work? Like, let's say I'm, I'm using one of your smart locks. I get a booking on Airbnb. Uh, the guest checks in two days from now. Um, what, what do I need to do in order for the guest to get those codes? Yeah, great question. Um, so there's two different ways that you can approach our platform. We have a ton of partner integrations that are specific towards vacation rentals. So we have Airbnb as a listing site, as well as a ton of other property management softwares and channel managers. If you go with someone that we're already integrated with, you're able to directly plug those into our dashboard on our integrations tile. Once you do that, the guest automation becomes hands-off for the property manager or the owner of these properties. So I'll just use Airbnb as an example because it's very simple and most people are very familiar with that. But once you plug that in and you approve a reservation, a unique pin code will be automatically generated on the back end of our system. It'll then send to the lock between their default check-in and check-out time. And then with Airbnb specifically, the guests would receive their pin code and access instructions through the Airbnb app. So it'll all just be within that internal messaging within Airbnb um, if you go with some of our property management softwares, they just utilize their email templates for the guests to receive their PIN code and access instructions. So the sole purpose of any of our partner integrations is that you guys don't have to come in and manually add any reservations into Edge State, and everything will be completely automated for you. Now, say you know you wanted to get started up and you don't have a property management software, you're not listed on Airbnb, you can still come in and manually add guest reservations into our platform. Very easy set, set up, just name, email, specific reservation period. Then you generate a pin code and select which door you want to send it to. So very point and click and very easy. Got it. And so when, when you get a booking on Airbnb, does the guest immediately get the door code? And does that door code work already? Or does it start working at the checkout time that you set on the Airbnb platform? Good question. Um, so again, that will just depend on the listing side of the property management software that you integrate with. Airbnb, you can usually, it might send out immediately or you can usually control it on a timer. Um, but with the other email templates, even though that code is sent to the door, you can control when the guest is receiving that correspondence. So it can be anywhere from immediately up to like four hours before start time usually, or like two hours before start time. Even if that guest got their PIN code, you know, like six months in advance, that PIN code will not work until, you know, they check in at 4 p.m. or 3 p.m. or whatever your check-in time is. Of course, if you guys want to, you know, grant someone early check-in or a late check-out, you can always modify that reservation within your property management software or within our dashboard. So you can control when the guests have access right. and when they receive their codes. Right. So you can you can set uh, in the remote lock on the remote lock software or the property management software you can you can basically say hey I want I want the, the codes to start working at my default check-in time for example. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Got it. Okay. And then if the if you decide that the guest can check in early, you just have to go into that software to change the the time. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you can usually change that within the property management software, and then that would feed back into our into our dashboard. What are some uh, property management softwares that you guys integrate with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one that we work with, and I know that you guys work with, is Hostfully a lot. Um, and then we work with, I can always send over a full list too, but we work with uh, Guesty, Barefoot, Streamline, 
owner res logic, um, RDP, which is resort data processing, WebRes Pro, uh, Bedge24, co-host, ResNexus, Escapia, new book, Skyrun, let me see, Booking with Ease, Guest Talk, Room Raccoon, Bookerville, and then last one is Innskeeper's Advantage. Um, and we're always working on, you know, property management software integrations too, or we have what we, is called um, an open-ended API to where we can easily allow for these integrations. Um, so if you or any other people are interested in maybe a potential integration with the property management software that we're not currently integrated with, that's something that we can always open the conversation up with and that we can always um, have some integration work in order to automate everything for you. Due to COVID, it's now more important than ever that your guests actually read your house rules and check-in instructions. And there's no better way to deliver that information than by using an online Hostfully guidebook. You can build your guidebook in just a few hours and simply include a link to your guidebook in your welcome email. Your guests can access it on desktop, on mobile, and they can even print it out. Now, as a result, you look super professional, your guests have a better experience as they don't have to read through endless paragraphs of text. Instead, they can go through a nice looking guidebook with lots of visuals. That means fewer questions for you, more time for you to focus on other areas of your hosting business. Sign up now at hostfully.com and use code PAD to get your first two months for free. That's hostfully.com, H-O-S-T-F-U-L-L-Y dot com code pad which is p-a-d you know it always surprises me how many property management softwares there are <laughs> i mean just the list that you mentioned there's several that i've even never heard of oh yeah <laughs> some of them are or a lot of them have you know very similar sounding names like there's like logics and logify and there's other ones that very very similar names that yeah. can get kind of confusing <laughs> the word res is, is very common as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, owner res, live res, res nexus. <laughs> Lots. Um, sweet. So um, let's talk about the different type of locks because uh, so remote lock is remote lock has their own locks, but you guys also partner with other lock companies, right? Like August and Iglo. Um, so there's two sides of the of of remote lock. There's there's the actual locks. And then there's the software to manage the locks, right? Those are two different parts. Yep, correct. So, yeah, so there's basically two aspects of our business is the software side of it, where you can control, you know, a lot of different types of connected locks. And so we do have our own manufactured hardware, but honestly, if you don't want to go with that hardware, it's completely fine. Because um, we realize that all doors are different and people have different aesthetic preferences of, you know, what their locks will look like. Um, so really the way that it will work is that we have our own line of open edge locks and these locks are Wi-Fi enabled and then powered by four AA batteries. And so you'll be able to connect it directly to the internet and then they'll operate via pin code. We also do have the ability with, um, some of our locks to be compatible with prox or key cards. And then if you guys ever run into properties where, you know, maybe the Wi-Fi is not stable or you don't have Wi-Fi at the property and because it might you know, you might run the risk of the integrity of the property or you don't want Wi-Fi there. We do have locks that will work offline too. So that's really something that we can have a consultative um, approach with if that's something that you're interested with. But on top of that, we can also integrate with any connected by August lock and then any Schleg encode. So all three of those options, um, Schleg encode, connect by August, and our open edge series will be Wi-Fi enabled. The other types of locks that we can integrate with are any Z-Wave compatible locks. So Z-Wave, they are not technically Wi-Fi enabled and they operate on a Z-Wave frequency. Um, so kind of think of it like Bluetooth where it's just a different wavelength on which technology can speak to each other. But since these locks aren't directly connected to the internet, they do require an additional hub on top of the purchase of the lock. And we partner directly with Vera Z-Wave locks, <coughs> or hubs, excuse me. Those hubs do have to plug in directly into a router or into a live Ethernet port, and then the locks will pair to the hubs from there. And you're probably wondering, you know, why would you want to use Z-Wave? 
if you're looking to do more smart home automation throughout your properties, you can actually connect multiple different types of Z-Wave devices to that particular hub. So you could do, you know, like thermostats, um, you could do any other Z-Wave accessory that you might want to connect in your house to that hub. Or you might be wondering, you know, if you already have a portfolio of connected locks and you already have a ton of Z-Wave locks, it might be just be simple enough to switch out that hub for Vera instead of having to rip and replace the lock completely. So if you don't have Wi-Fi, then your only option is to go with a Z-Wave lock. But then in order for it to work, you have to have a hub that connects to the internet. <laughs> yeah, so you still, yeah, so you still have to have Wi-Fi in order to operate the Z-Wave locks. Um, if you guys wanted a completely offline solution, we would need to look at what we call an algorithmic lock. And we can offer that in our open edge series. And so it will still generate codes based off of an algorithm. Um, on, and then we can also do any Igloo home locks too. So the Igloo home locks are algorithmic as well. So since you aren't connected to the internet with those locks, you basically sacrifice the, um, the remote capabilities from your dashboard. So that would be the remotely locking and unlocking, the event tracking, but the caveat is, is that you can still generate time-specific codes for those locks for guest reservations. And so a guest would get there and they would have a 10-digit code upon arrival if it's algorithmic. From there, they can reprogram those 10-digit codes to be a four-digit code within their length of stay. Um, there, are, there are a lot of uh, you know, nuances that come along with the algorithmic functionality. So if you guys are interested in an offline solution, we can have a more in-depth conversation about it. Yeah, I guess everybody has internet these days, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, I know it. <laughs> yeah, I would just say in order to get, you know, exactly what you're wanting in the full scope of our platform, it might be in your best interest to go with a Wi-Fi or a Z-Wave lock. But of course, you might run into, you know, times where you have properties on an island or a super remote location where you're not able to get Wi-Fi, but you still need those time-sensitive codes. So I heard that one of the advantages of a Z-Wave lock is that the batteries last a lot longer. Is that true? I have heard that um, for Z-Wave locks. And then another, another benefit of going with our Open Edge series is that we do have our own patent on what we call a heartbeat interval connection. And the other locks that we can integrate with are on all the time. So we can see that the battery life can drain a little bit more quickly with those. Um, so to explain the heartbeat interval connection a little bit further is within the settings of any open edge device on edge state, you can go in and manually set the heartbeat interval connection. What that does is you can do it anywhere from always on up to 12 hours. And that would just mean that every 12 hours, the lock is waking up, pulling down any reservation information, and then in turn, it's sending up any event history to the cloud. That's just whenever the lock is dormant though. So if you have or anytime a guest or user is utilizing their pin, pin code or simply just pressing a pin on the keypad, the lock is waking up and exchanging the information from there. Um, so if you're in a really high turnover situation, I would suggest having a lower heartbeat interval connection. If it's maybe a less trafficy door, um, you could have a higher heartbeat interval connection. So if, if battery life is something that you were concerned with, um, I would suggest either going with our open edge series or the Z-Wave locks because we can see that uh, the batteries do last longer with those. Um, but another way that you can stay on top of that too with any sort of with any sort of lock that you can integrate with on our platform is you can set up health notifications to receive via text or email. So that would be if batteries are in lower critical condition, any sort of access event. So you can do access granted, access denied, and then any sort of system status issues as well. So if our lock were to go offline or maybe someone's code didn't sync properly, um, you could receive any of those events via text or email. Got it. Um, so the, the next question I have is, there's so many different locks out there. Because um, I actually, like, we, we are installing locks on some of our my properties uh, and you know we really we were uh, me and my property manager were looking at all these different locks and that was the first question that came to us was like well which locks we use mm -hmm. do you have any any guidance on that yes um so that's where i come into play <laughs> that's my job is 
really, it will depend on a few different factors. Um, the first is, you know, where are you located? Are you located along the beach where you're going to get a lot of, you know, salty air, a lot of, um, you know, wind coming in, whatever it may be. And so that's our first determining factor. If you are along the beach, we'll probably want to get a heavier duty lock so it won't erode as quickly. Um, then from there, if you're in an area where you're not as concerned about inclement weather, you might have a little bit more pick of the litter. Um, and so we have anywhere from residential levers and deadbolts all the way up to commercial levers and deadbolts. Um, so it will really just depend on what you're looking for at the property. And one thing that you'll want to consider is, um, you know, whenever you're considering between a lever or a deadbolt is what do you want your guest experience to be like? Um, and so that's usually one of my first questions is, you know, whenever those guests arrive, do you want the doors to automatically lock behind them? Or do you want it to be more of like a manual thumb turn from the inside? If that auto locking functionality is really important for you, I would stay away from deadbolts and I would just go with more of a lever style. Um, and then another thing that we can control too, which doesn't always usually come up on calls is we actually have hardwired systems as well. So we can actually do any sort of garages, elevators, or double glass doors that might not be able to fit a connected lock. And there's keypad readers that we can wire back to a control panel, and you can still control all of that off of our cloud-based access management portal. Um, so really, if, if you're wondering what type of locks you should go with, that is something that I can give you a consultation on, and then we can just see what, what will be the best fit from there. So is, are there two general categories of locks. One is the deadbolt and one is the lever. Is that what you Yes. Said? So we have deadbolts and levers. Within that, we'll have standard latches, or, and then we can also do any sort of mortises as well. Within, within those, there's different grades of locks, um, such as like a grade one or two. And then we have locks that can be you know, residential all the way from business rated all the way up to commercial rated. So what's the difference between a deadbolt and a lever lock? Uh, a deadbolt will be the, you know, the deadbolt that retracts and then a lever will just have the standard, the standard latch or the mortise latch. Uh, deadbolts usually, I mean, you can, if you do a, if you do a standard latch or like a lever, you can always install a, you know, just a regular deadbolt above. If you do a deadbolt, you can just take out the existing one and, and then use your existing lever or knob. Got it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, let's see, what else do we have? What's the, what's the process of installing uh, a lock? Is that, is that difficult? Do we need a handyman for that or is it pretty straightforward? So usually the residential series, uh, they're pretty straightforward. Like for example, I installed the open edge deadbolt on the front of my house and it took me no longer than 20 minutes. Um, so residential ones are usually very easily managed. Um, but if we get into some of the business or the commercial rated locks where you would need an installer, we can always send over the templates and see if it would be something that you can manage. If not, we do have a network of local installers throughout the U.S. that we can always pair you with someone if you needed. Um, so really just depends on how comfortable you feel installing the locks. If not, we can totally pair you with someone in your area. Okay, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about the cost. How much does a smart lock cost? So smart locks can range anywhere between, you know, like the 250 up to the 500 plus range. Um, again, that will really just depend on, you know, what grade and how heavy duty of a lock you go with. So most of the deadbolts are no more than $300 and the residential levers are no more than $300. Um, but whenever we look at the commercial rated locks, that's when they can be about 500 plus. Got it. And then what's the cost of the uh, subscription, the remote lock subscription to, to manage the locks and automatically send out these door codes? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that there will be two plans that will be applicable for, you know, the vacation rental realm. Um, we have a premium plan, which starts at $6 a month per lock. And then we also have a business plan, which starts at $9 a month per lock. Depen depending on the features that you're wanting to get out of our platform will just depend on the subscription plan that you choose. Um, so the premium plan will in include, you know, our partner integrations in order to automate everything. And then the business plan has more advanced features that really help you efficiently manage. Um, you know, maybe if you have a multifamily building or multiple condos within a complex. Um, and so 
that's definitely something that we can identify too whenever we have our have our consultations. Awesome. Um, I'm out of questions. Any, is there anything <laughs> else uh, that we missed? No, I think I think we hit everything on the head. Um, you know, just to kind of recap things is that you know, Remote Lock is a cloud-based access management portal that's really designed to control any type of connected lock, um, very easy to scale on our platform and is essentially future-proof for you as you plan to as you plan to scale your business. Um, and definitely more than happy to hop on a phone call. You can shoot me an email at any time if you have further questions. Awesome. Um, and if people want to sign up, uh, they can get a discount using code PAD. As always, you get $25 off yeah. of any open yeah. edge. Any open edge locks. So open edge is the, the those are the locks that you guys uh, create, right? Yep. If you use code PAD on shop.remotelock.com, you'll be able to find our open edge series and you'll be able to get $25 off of any any of the open edge locks. Um, if you want to look at any others or you know maybe buy in bulk, you can always get directly with me as well. Awesome. And how come people reach out to you? Um, so my telephone number is 720-643-2917. Um, and then I also have a direct email address, which will be S Schweiger. So I'll spell that out. S S C H W I E G E R at remotelock.com. Awesome. Sounds like a German name. It is. Are you from Germany? <laughs> um, I am not from there. I'm actually from Texas. But I have a lot of, um, you know, descendants and families from from Germany. I did. I think I did the Ancestry.com a couple of years ago. So definitely nice. heavily German. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So it's S Schweiger, S C H W I E G E R at uh, what was it at RemoteLock.com. Mm-hmm. RemoteLock.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sweet. All right, Sarah. Well, that was uh, that was fun. Thanks for thanks for coming on the show. I think uh, I think smart locks. As I said, I'm uh, we're looking into installing smart locks at some of our units, uh, and it's you know it's the cost is in my opinion the cost kind of it makes itself back like pretty quickly um, because you exactly. know once you have to replace I had to replace my lock one time in Amsterdam and that you know that just cost me. Uh, a lot of money as well as I, I had to refund some, uh, some, some guests that, uh, that weren't able to use the key, which I don't think was my fault, but uh, they were, they had some <laughs> drinks and they just couldn't get in and they went to a hotel instead. And so I think, uh, I think it's, I, I definitely think it's worth it um, to install the, the smart lock, especially now with, uh, with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people might want to have that contactless uh, check-in option as well. So lots of reasons to use uh, the smart lock. So thanks for, thanks for explaining everything. And uh, to the listeners, thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week. Absolutely. Bye, guys.
pet, get paid for your 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 pet.